Alabama, Alabama white thing. Lavetta, was there anything you want to add to this? To what? The podcast. No. Hey, Randy. Hey, Randy. Randy. <laughs> I'm your Huckleberry. Randy and Ordina, touch it. My mom wanted to send us a uh, cease and desist letter. From whom? <laughs> From her. Hydrogen. <laughs> Hydrogen. Stupidity. Welcome back to Hydrogen and Stupidity. Hi, guys. How's everyone doing today? <laughs> How are your weeks? It was good. It's good. Hey, this time it actually has been a week. It has. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a long week. It seems like it's been a month, but it hasn't. It's been, been a week. five days, six days. I don't know. Some, some of them days? Huh? I said some of them days. <laughs> Do you realize this is the first episode we've done where I've been sober? Like, this is coffee. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we're going to see if it's going to be a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, well, yeah, we'll test this out. Right. I did take um, my medicine, though. Look, oh, no, good. let me tell you. So <clears throat> I accidentally doubled up on my medicine the other day. Oh, God. Which, no, which, like, I want them to change my dosage to whatever it is that I doubled up on. But, like, it was an accident. Like, I took one before I took a shower for work. And then I was like, did I take one? I don't remember taking one. So I took another one. And then, let me tell you, Tupac was my hype man <laughs> on the way to work. And I fucked that day right in the mouth. Oh, my God. <laughs> Well, speaking of overdosing, I overdosed on caffeine yesterday. Did you? Yeah, I heard you had a rough day. I no, I'm I'm serious. I'm pretty sure I overdosed on caffeine. Um, I thought my heart was going to explode, <laughs> so I drink I drink this caffeine water. It's straight up water that has caffeine in it. It's called a um, Water Joe or Joe Water something. Oh yeah, like I've that. heard of that. Yeah, so. I usually put flavor packets. I, I, I had, I got one of the big bottles, the one liter and I was at work and this was like six. I don't know. I just, I had just gotten there. So it was like 5.00 AM and I usually put flavor packets in Yeah. and what flavor? Uh, it depends. I mean, I like, um, I definitely like uh raspberry lemonade Ooh. is my all time favorite. Yes. Um, but, uh, what is it? Blueberry, a Kai blueberry is really, really good. And, um, peach mango is really good. And then there's the green tea peach mango. Oh yeah. It's really good. Anywho. So just remind me about raspberries in just a moment when you're done. Raspberries. All right. Okay. I wasn't thinking about it and it's a one liter bottle. So when I do one liter, I put two packets in, I wasn't thinking about it. The, the blueberry Kai one, uh, has caffeine in it and i put two packets of that in the caffeinated water no Dude, would you uh, did you run a 5k my heart almost exploded my heart was talking to me i could see smells <laughs> i could hear colors what I is could... what does red sound like angry angry what about blue <laughs> it yells it's pretty moody it's it's um depressed really you would think that blue wait what what blue let's do it like sky blue sky blue oh no that's it's chill okay that one's chill yeah what is yeah, like the a, depressed like one's a purple? like a purple it's like a I, I imagine it's like a like a more 
sexually active red. It's the it's the fifty shades of gray red. Okay. Yeah. Just like out yellow. there, just anger banging all the other colors. <laughs> yellow was a, a little hippie-ish. Okay. A little hippie. Yeah, yeah, sunflowers. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. But anywho, so uh, I almost died from caffeine. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. It's nice to see your beautiful face half, this morning. Well, I, I drank half of that one liter bottle um, because I was super thirsty within 30 minutes. Um. So it was like chugging a two Red Bulls back to back okay. to back. Yeah. And then continuing to drink Red Bull throughout the day. Yeah. And you were super thirsty. I get that. Um, I feel yeah. like I've been dehydrated this week, even though like I drink those little uh, body armors. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anything, those are nice. Any one those of those, good. any one of those, the, the tropical ones, I'm really into tropical, like the, the pineapples and the coconuts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. That's really good. So raspberries. Um, but, oh, go ahead. Uh, raspberries. Yes. No, raspberries. Oh, <clears throat> so I kind of want to make bacon jam. Bacon, bacon jam. Bacon jam. What's bacon jam? It's like jam, but bacon. R- Randy, you, I don't know about that. You've never had bacon jam? No. Oh, it's so good. I don't understand. I don't understand what you're like. Is it just a, a vat of lard? Of bacon no, 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 no. Well, I mean, you. Uh, I, I haven't ever made it, but like I've had it before. Uh, there was a, a vendor in Philly when I went up there, and it was like one of the best things I put in my mouth. <clears throat> Explain it. I mean, is it just like a, a sweet, sweet? So one of the flavors I that understand. I would like to do would be like a raspberry chipotle bacon jam. And it's. What do you put on? What do you put that on? Like glaze uh, meat? Yeah, meat, burgers. Instead of like bacon a, bits in it. Yeah, you cook the bacon and it all goes in with the the raspberry and the chipotle flavoring, and it goes in a you know fucking mason jar because we're from Alabama. Uh, okay, make it, and then and then bring me some. Okay, I'll, I'll do because, that. You know what I do want to try to make um, is. Pepper jam, pepper. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. Yes. And then you put it on, you know, cream uh, cheese and crackers cheese and stuff. Oh, God. Oh, so good. Oh. So, how are you enjoying that new chicken salad that I recommended? Look, so I found the, the little ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I did one of the rotisserie, one of the cranberry almond. And yeah. then I found like the next size up. Not the big tub, but the smaller tub. Mm-hmm. I, I ate the whole fucking tub last night. Yeah, it's, it was good. It's amazing. I eat that every single day at work. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm. I have a. I have an addiction to it. It's delicious. Yeah. Other than that, it's it's been a it's been a hellish week. Honestly, I don't know what's going on. I think there's been. I think there has there been a full moon this week. I have no idea. There was a hurricane. Well, yeah, besides that. Yeah, which made my job way harder. So that it did. Did you see the gas prices? Nah. It's all right. I drive a sensible sedan now. I don't. (laughs) I'm gonna have to start driving the Hyundai. (laughs) 
should have thought about that years ago when you decided to have a litter of children. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. When you decided to have a child and then join into a litter of children. Two. Two more. (laughs) Then why why did you get one? Why did you get the, the XL? The the suburban? Yeah. Why didn't you get just um, the Tahoe? Because the boys oh, said they kids. needed right. The boys said that they needed a ball space. That was a direct quote. <laughs> ball space? Yes. Mm-hmm. They did not have ball space you. in my other car. So your kids. And it was very hard to go on vacation, by the way. Um your, there was no kids. place to put suitcases. I can't with them sometimes. Just look. So I remember when we were kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we weren't the quietest or the best of children. But the shit that comes out of these kids mouth in front of adults is just like, I would have never said that. What or do you maybe mean? I did. Like, I which, don't know. Which part? Uh, whatever is the new shit that's going around on the Internet that they just keep blurting out of their mouth. Are you talking are you talking about like the random, random, just weird stuff that they say? Yeah. One of them was talking about booties and shit the other day. I don't honestly, uh, I don't encourage it, but, <laughs> but you don't do a whole lot. But to I stop don't, it. <laughs> I don't discourage it just because they all three have such funny personalities. Like they're funny, yeah. you know? So I'm not going to discourage them if they're not harming anybody, <laughs> you know, like, well, I, get I don't that. know. I, I said a lot of random things that I probably shouldn't have said at their age in front of my parents. And, and when I say I can't with them, it's, I would have a hard time disciplining those kids because I would be laughing I do, all the time. I do have a hard time disciplining them and I get it takes a, a lot to get mad at them, but they're really good kids. They don't, you know, I mean, besides them being boys and not wanting to do schoolwork, yeah. you know, when COVID last year, when they were at home, you know, school at home, that was really difficult on them. So it was the laziness that I would get upset about them not doing the assignments they were supposed to do. But other than that, they they're just really, really good kids. So if they're going to express themselves in that way and just <laughs> there's no kidding, I can't get mad at them for it. I just can't like it, it, I don't know. I feel like if you tell them, no, you can't say that. They're going to find a whole other thing to say. Yeah, it's just kind of like the whole Catholic school thing. You know, everybody was like, you know, or christian schools yeah those were worse kids than the ones in public schools yes yes <laughs> yeah so you know 20 years ago when i was on the drum line at uab we used to play uh texas christian yeah and i remember i never they made up cuss words <laughs> on the field like it was foul and raunchy and i was like i'm here for it I love you guys. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I, <laughs> <Can> I transfer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Lord. Okay. So last week we talked about, 
<laughs> McDonald's. We about having, yes, we did talk about McDonald's. We did. Do you have any kind of update on that, Randy? Uh, I haven't been since. <laughs> I did. Hey, speaking of which, I did stop by that uh, the Jacks and got that uh, that bacon melt with the white sauce. Pretty good. I know. It's pretty good. It's delicious. Have you tried the, did you try the chicken sandwich yet? Uh, no, I've already had the chicken sandwich. I didn't like the slaw. If oh, they would just put the sauce right. on there, that would be good. Oh, man. Well, you can tell them sans slaw. Sans like, slaw? No, yeah, 80, no slaw. Nick's, Nick's the slaw. Yeah. 86 the slaw. Yeah, we're going to. 68 gonna... the sauce. Nothing. No, no, no slaw. I don't Say know. No just, slaw. Like, no, I like coleslaw. Like, I really do. I love coleslaw. When it's its own thing, like I don't, I, you know, I know there's chicken sandwich. Yeah, no, I don't put it on my hot dogs because I know some people do that. Like sneaky Pete's, sneaky Pete's. Yeah, it's a slaw that they put on their hot dog. What's that other stuff that they put on? It's white sauerkraut. Yeah, I've heard people put sauerkraut on, but not um. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. I don't know. I mean, I'm sure people do. I mean, people people put a lot of things on yeah. different slaw, things. A slaw dog. That's a thing. It. Yeah, a slaw dog. Okay. I mean, I'll try it. I'm not I'm not against it. I I'll just, try it. I like I like slaw. I'm gonna I'm gonna try your bacon jam. When, so uh, you're gonna want me to make a plethora of bacon jam. Can we order it? I mean, there's probably where you could order it. But what if I make a really good one and I can oh, open yeah. a business and just peddle my wares in downtown Birmingham? H&S Jam? Yeah. <laughs> I can, okay. <laughs> we can come up with a lot of slogans for that. We'll do that later. Okay, so last week we talked about starting some random episodes between normal episodes like your bitch fest no there's gonna be a lot of those yeah we'll do bitch fests um and then we talked about me doing tabloids yeah right the what did we call it the lloyds yeah you got some of them lloyds Lloyd, for me the the lloyds episodes yeah got, so i, you I got decided any more than lloyds <laughs> Yes. Yes. So we're going to do a Lloyd's episode today. Our first one. Um, and all of these, all of these Lloyd's. Okay. All these real Lloyd's quick question. Came. You say you're okay. doing tabloids, right? Yes. What's going on with, uh, Ashton and his wife? Are they, are they, I don't know. I, I didn't get into the whole celebrity. Oh, okay. All uh, right. The celebrity Lloyd's we're doing, we're, we're just doing randoms, okay? So all of these, all of these tabloids. And side note, everybody, if you if no one knows what a tabloid is, a tabloid, when you go through the grocery store and you go to checkout and you see a random bat boy on the front cover of a newspaper or you see all of a sudden a picture of Michael Jackson hanging out with Barack Obama, at the White House, that's a tabloid. And it's 100% true. It's the newsiest of news. Yes. Yes. The, and 
where I've gotten my articles today is from Weekly World News, and their slogan oh God, is so the excited. world's only reliable news. I'm so very excited about this. I know. I know. So here we go. Here we go with the, the first one. The first article is, was from August 18th of this year by Brick Rivers. And the, the title. No. Mm-hmm. Not a real mm-hmm. name. Not a real name. Yep. Well, everything is true in weekly world news. Okay. Okay. So this is the guy, Brick Rivers. <laughs> um, the the headline of it is Ancient Egyptian Bowling League Discovered in Dig. It's same rules? I don't know. Okay. I mean, I would assume so. And I'm... Um, oh, no. Wait. Hey, enable me to share my screen so you can see this. So you don't have to look it up. All right. There you go. Um, so a bowling league. Yeah, we're going to share this. Okay. Can you see? Uh, yes. Oh, there it goes. Yes. Yeah. I want you to look. I want you to gaze at the picture. What? That's that's one of those shirts that uh, Charlie wore on Two and a Half Men. It's, yep. That's a bowling shirt. It's a mummy with a bowling shirt on. Clearly, bowling league shirt on. A hundred percent authentic. Yes, yes. Um, I would like you to also gaze at the next picture, sir. <laughs> I can't see. What is his name? It doesn't wait. I, I don't think I can wait. I can Stussy. Stussy. Oh, that's His name is Stussy. That's wait. No, hold on. Wait, wait, go back up. All right. Okay. For those of you that are not watching this. So the second mummy, if you're a fan of the Godfather, um, looks like a dead Hyman Roth. Like exactly like a dead Hyman Roth. Yes. Okay, go ahead. Um, Let's wait, 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 wait. You said Egyptian duck pin bowling. Okay, I know what that is. Let's do that. Okay. What? It said uh, up here, uh, Egyptian duck pin bowling. Have you ever been duck pin bowling? No, I have no idea what that is. It's like mini bowling. Like it's smaller ball, smaller pins, smaller lane. They got it at the, oh. uh, the Woolworth in Birmingham. Okay, no, no, no. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, so it, last November... Archaeology, and this was during the first wave of COVID, archaeologists um, unearthed more than 100 beautifully painted wooden coffins, some of them with mummies inside, but some of them had some other paraphernalia. Um, (laughs) Some of the coffins were as old as 2,500 years old. Contained an entire Egyptian duck pin bowling league, um, as well as the duck pins and the balls. And the mummies were buried in bowling shirts. Oh, Stussy there. Right, Stussy. (laughs) Okay, so uh, (laughs) this quote is really funny. Um, From Professor, quote, Professor Benchley Warthog Hives. 
We even quote, we even found the bowling alleys, but nobody knows about it. This comes from an unknown Pharaoh who lives either in the late 26th dynasty or the beginning years of the time of dynasty 27. From what we can ascertain, his name was Funny Boy the first. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Dina, we grew up in the age of AOL. That's a screen name. That's Fun Boy One. Right. The reporter who was skeptical said, Funny Boy I? <laughs> <laughs> he said, No, spelled differently. <laughs> <laughs> But the professor, Warthog Hives, um, he said, yeah, like uh, Tutankhamun just rolls trippingly off the tongue, right? Well, King Phony Boy (laughs) decided to just chill once he got to the throne and he summoned his wealthiest patrons to fund projects that would just make people laugh, enjoy themselves. And um, the elitist proposed duck pin bowling. Uh, found that some of the team members bowled overhand. That one's Abe Vagoda. <laughs> they they had pin boys to set the pins back up for them. Obviously. They said that uh, they asked if it, the uh, duck if bowling was popular, and he said no. <laughs> I that I immediately went to that sentence. Immediately right. went to that sentence. What is he saying? He said, "No, actually, the slave balls didn't fare well." What? The- <laughs> Highest score posted was ten. That is that is not okay. a perfect game. Okay, so the pro- the. Pro- it continues on and says that, that the professor blush, the professor blushed while saying this. Well, I didn't want to bring this up, but he commissioned a pinball machine that was basically half a pyramid with a wooden wall around it. So think of a, a ginormous pyramid, but it is just cut in half um, with a wooden wall around it, and. They used slaves as balls, and the biggest men in the dynasty wielded the log-like flippers, and the fattest men were the bumpers. <laughs> and the rich player would choose his uh, first slave ball and command 10 slaves to pull back and release a huge spring launcher. <laughs> then the slave was launched up into an angled wall. So on top of bowling... They had a pyramid-sized pinball machine, and they used humans in the pinball machine. Oh, here we have here we have a sarcophagus filled with bowling paraphernalia. Yeah. Yes. Look at that scientist. Look, look, painted just like they are today. Oh my God. Oh my God! So, I I can't I just can't. Is that so, a, is that yeah. an Oak Mountain Lanes logo on those pins? It, it looks like it. <laughs> yep, yep. So, if you guys didn't know, there was a uh, pinball and bowling in Egypt. 
We just found that out, according to uh, Weekly World News. The next tabloid. Can I just say have- that your 17 tabs up there are fucking my world up right now? Yeah, it's go ahead. It's about to happen. Yeah. Um, let me let me go ahead and delete that. <laughs> okay. Uh, the next tabloid article by Ali Pruitt is that um, a couple burst into flames while they were having sex. Yeah. yeah. What's the big deal? Yeah. Yeah. Um, according to the article, Jenna Hambrick, 23, and Randy Foyer, 27, of Queensland, Australia, had an extremely active love life. Their next-door neighbor, Pat McGunn, confirmed to WWN. Oh, yes. They went at each other like wild beasts at all hours of the day and night. Um, good news. They had no pets, but you would think there was a zoo in there with all the hooting and hollering they did. Me and my wife, Missy, were trying to have a quiet Sunday tea, and for hours all we heard was, oh, God, don't stop. And Randy, give me the jungle move now. That's all I saw on that entire page. (laughs) Randy, give me the jungle move now. That's going to be the name of this episode. Randy, give me the jungle move now. (laughs) So on the night in question of their demise, Jen and Randy invited, um, had invited home with them a young woman, Eliza Perkins. 21. They had met Eliza earlier that evening at a local bar. And after a few hours of sex between the three of them, Eliza excused herself to use the restroom. Um, Eliza remembers the scene vividly. When I returned, Jenna and Randy were, you know, really getting into it, sweating like a couple of demons, screaming with pleasure. That was bed rocking so much. The bed was rocking so much I got scared. As they Both were reaching the big climax together. There was a small explosion. And they both burst into flames and disappeared. Eliza said she was absolutely stunned. She said, I mean, there was nothing left. No bodies, no ashes. It was like they were never there. (laughs) Um, They're Uh, attributing this to uh, spontaneous human combustion. Oh, that's awesome. Um, Professor Hugh Belkin, chairman of biology department at the University of South Queensland, uh, said it's a lot more common than people think. Well, I mean, obviously, when you have a witness like Pat McGunn. He said over the past 300 years, there have been more than 200 reports of a person burning to a crisp for no apparent reason. Although in many cases, extreme sexual relations seem to be a contributing factor. We'll take that as a lesson, kids. Yeah. Don't do the jungle move. You know, all I kept thinking was she went completely dry and it was like dry kindling. Okay. As a fellow Randy. No. If she went dry, I'm done. Well, I'm just because saying. Because that hurts me. That's what I'm saying. It, but, you know, when, you, when you're out in the woods. And you're trying to start a fire and you rub two sticks together that are dry. Yeah. I mean, it's science. It's going to catch on fire. 
So if they were at it for hours and hours and hours, one would deduce kindling and then eruption. What is this going on going on down here? What? The bottom right of the screen. Is that a bat Don't rave? Don't worry about that. <laughs> Was that a bat rave? Yes. Yes. Um, but a local cop said at the end, at least it's one of your better ways to go. It's not so, wrong. There you have it. They died from having too much sex. All right. Well, guys, if you didn't know, Satan hired a publicity firm. Uh, according to Brick Rivers. This guy. Um, he claimed his uh, he claimed his reputation wasn't bad enough, so he had to hire a publicity firm to get it rocking and rolling. The name of the publicity firm is Udall, DeBlaw, and Howe from the, Burbank, California. Was it Udall, DeBlaw, and Howe? No, that's not real. <laughs> um, they said that. Uh, the devil was uh, very personal. Um, he was quite affable. He cracked a joke or two. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> Wrecked him. Damn near killed him. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Yeah. So I just wanted to point okay. that out there. They he's got a he's they got a PR firm. Satan. Yeah, they exposed Satan. He needed a publicity sper a publicity sperm. He needed a publicity firm um, to help him look uh look worse. So there you have it. Um, I thought we would help out uh, the listeners today, um, with some tips on how to help you survive in the underworld if you just so happen to have to go to hell when we die. Um, they've come out with some tips and tricks to keep you uh, to keep you rocking and rolling for, for eternity. All right. Okay. So here's their tips. Number one, ignore the torments. Okay. Um, quote, the first day when the demons strapped me down, and started mutilating my body, I screamed bloody murder. Gigamonte recalls, I don't know who Gigamonte is. I'm sure it says somewhere in, okay. this, in this article. Um, but an old timer told me not to sweat it because your body is already dead and buried. Once I quit worrying about the torture, it stopped having an effect. So, so it became one. like a tickle fight? Yeah. Okay. Um, number two, don't mouth off. I think we could do that kind Obviously. of in life and death. Yeah. Uh, treat everybody with respect and they'll treat you with respect. Uh, number three, make up bogus phobias. Um, as soon as you get there, start screaming something like, please, anything but squirrels. They'll stick you in a room full of cute little squirrels. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, Join in the orgies. That's number four. 
Um, most women down there are prostitutes, strippers, and tramps with no morals, the mobster reveals. Uh, whatever in inhibitions they had went out the window once they got to hell. Um, so go ahead and join in. Is this number five, a hobnob with the hobnob with the rich and famous. Um, the mobster, I guess Gigamonte is a mobster who uh, did some time down in hell. Uh, he met such towering historical figures as King Henry VIII, Adolf Hitler, and Al Capone. These are guys who wouldn't have given me the time of day when they were alive, notes the mobster. Capone even gave me some good advice and, on how to motivate your crew. Because we all know so do they, he they was a motivational speaker <laughs> as his primary job. Right. Number six, keep your mouth shut. Number seven, uh, settle old scores. Um, he ran into a, a guy who had ratted, I guess, when they were alive. Um, and he got a kick out of working up, working them over. Um, I don't know why. The, number eight, look up lost relatives. You can have a, a nice little huge family reunion down there, apparently. Um, gamble like crazy is number nine. And number 10, lie about your food preferences. So when the demons ask what you like to eat, I told them asparagus and uh, spinach. I can't stand that. I, he can't couldn't stand filet mignon and caviar. So he got gourmet uh, gourmet meals every day. So basically, I guess the same thing as the torture part. Ask for cute, fluffy things. And like, I feel um, like most of these rules are stuff that you would take with you to the military. I feel like most of these rules are also things that you take to jail. Did we just, we did proceed. Okay. All right. Um, <clears throat> Weekly world news has also informed all of us that we can rent a baby. Yeah. This is the next article. We can rent a baby. So it's there's a new government program that allows couples to rent babies before they decide whether to have child or not. Um, the newborns are taken. Yep. They're taken from publicly funded homes for unwed mothers shortly after birth and placed into the homes of married adults. Um, and this is how it works for $5,000. Couples get to rent a baby for up to eight weeks. The couple can renew the baby subscription um, or they don't have to renew it and they can uh, return it for the baby to be sent to another couple for the same length of time. Most babies will live with a different couple during their with six couples during their first year, at which time they can be put up for permanent adoption. Uh, the $5,000 rental fee goes to unwed mother's homes. But so now we can rent a baby. I could just borrow one of the kids and my brothers or sisters. Yeah, but what if you don't have any brothers and sisters? I mean, what do you do that then? What if you have no family and it's just you and your spouse? You have nobody else in the world. It's just you and I mean, if it's just you and your spouse and that's it. You know, the economy's good. You probably have five thousand dollars to waste on hanging out with a kid for eight weeks. So yeah. 
You guys can rent a baby now, according to the tabloids. All right. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a redneck vampire terrorizing Alabama. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. You think he hangs out with the Alabama white thing? I know he does. I think, I think the redneck vampire is actually the Alabama white things handler. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is happening in Transyl, Alabama. Looking that up because I've never heard of it. I don't believe there is a Transyl, Alabama. Pretty sure that's short for Transylvania. The redneck vampire goes by Vladdy Joe Crump. And everybody in that town knows about him. Um, he made moonshine in a cave below Dexter Mountain. Yeah, not a real place. The only thing and they that all mentions- knew that he was a vampire. They all knew he was a vampire. So they everybody who needed moonshine went to Vladdy Joe Crump. Um, apparently, oh, man, if he's a vampire he- and immortal... You He's can got decide. the best shit. <laughs> you know you can... that moonshine is straight fire. Oh, my God. You know what I can imagine it as? A fireball moonshine. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's got all the flavors. He's got, he's got the, the, the orange creamsicle. Oh, Jesus. Uh, it's good for a warm summer day. He's got so it's the, an... the pineapple. He puts the fruit inside of it. Ah, oh, so it's like the moonshine ice cream truck. Yeah, he is the old smoky moonshine of Alabama, but with more alcohol. True, 100% true. Okay. Flatty Joe, okay. you fucking with me? Okay. So we need, to, we, need to go, we need to go visit him then. Yeah, to um, Transyl. Transylbama. Uh, apparently he went into hiding... Um, but he's returned, said the Transyl mayor, Leroy, Leroy Clemens. Um, Wait, who a couple wrote months this back, one? Was this Brick Rivers? No, this was Franklin. Okay. Probably Brick Rivers. Um, <laughs> a couple of months back, we started getting reports again of folks with punch puncture wounds on them, on them. Mayor Clemens recalled Doc Evans said they they was fang marks, and we figured Rattlers was the culprits. We have a few. Uh, Randy, maybe you should read this because I, I'm, I am having a really hard time. All right. Uh, see, we have a we have a few snake handling churches down in the valley, and every once in a while, someone would get chomped. We 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 didn't pay it much. Never mind. Oh my God! Uh, Bites appeared on. Wait, wait. When bites appeared on Baptists and members of the Assemblies of God, folk, folks began getting worried all over again. My daughter Sadie Lou came home with what I thought was a hickey, which was troubling enough, said Rodney Sapp. But she also had a blank stare that was even worse than usual. And uh, where, mama, where mama kissed her goodnight, she'd seen two little holes in her neck. I said, boy, howdy woman, I'd never seen no horror movie to know them's the marks of a vampire. Look at this picture. 
Is that no? That's is that not that chick with the blank stare that's in all those Twilight movies, but as Joan Jett? Oh my god! No. You're talking about Kristen Stewart. Yeah, that's Kristen Stewart as Joan Jett <laughs> that is, that is playing a vampire. Look at her. She doesn't have one tooth. So she has And who's that behind her? Is that Sir Robert Cromwell? <laughs> Wait, no, this is Alabama. That's 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 some old Civil War general. That's that's God. that's Ulysses S. Grant right there. Some bitch. Some bitch. <laughs> Dr. Evans confirmed that the fang marks were too far apart to have been caused by a serpent. Well, well, clearly they ain't never seen no serpent like they did in them Harry Potter movies. Read this next one, Randy. <laughs> I knew something. <laughs> I knew something was sorely amiss, uh, the 60-year-old town physician told Weekly World News. Patients were asking for evening hours, then coming into my office walking like zombies. They were pale and severely anemic, and the only abnormalities I could find were the bite marks. I consulted with our local dentist who noted the wounds had marks of incisors, molars, and one wisdom tooth. <laughs> we were, we knew we were dealing with a human, but human with fangs. We've seen this before down here. We knew right away them vampires back. <laughs> um. One guy punched old Charlie Crane right between the eyes, drug him down to the jail, related Mayor Clemens. He said Charlie was fixing to bite the neck of a purely little gal. I told him that was plain foolishness because Charlie ain't got no tooth in his head. Turns out he was just a wobbly due to too much moonshine and fell against his cousin Mary. Okay, so they had a couple of victims and all of a sudden uh, they started getting sightings of Vladdy Joe. Um, a couple of raccoon hunters, uh, saw him at midnight a couple of times and, uh, it came to a little bit of a shock, but you know, they found him. So <sighs> apparently, wait, what did they do? I don't know, but I think that needs to be a thing in this podcast now where I just read redneck shit. I'm more than I'm I'm 100 percent behind that because I can't pull it off. I, I when I started reading that, I was like, I sound like an idiot. It's like, I can't I can't do good old Vladdy. <laughs> um, he, he figured he was about to be lynched. So he asked for the last meal. The deputy obliged by bringing him a 36 ounce T-bone. Well. All that feasting on blood had raised Vladdy Joe's cholesterol count to the bursting point, and he was finishing his food. He had a massive coroner. So, um, they didn't have to kill him. They they found him. They gave him the last meal, and apparently he had a massive uh, heart attack and died. So there were there were no more incidents after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, a fisherman. Uh, Nets a mermaid, and he uh, accidentally ate her. Which half? Whole thing? The whole thing. Or just the fish half? No, all of her. Nope. Yeah. Mm -mm. He thought she was a dolphin. Because that's exactly what we go into the ocean for to find and eat. 
Um, he's Fuck an old guy. man. He has really bad. He has really bad eyesight. Um, he didn't have his glasses on that day, and he had a hard time seeing anything. How did he drive out there? How? Um, he's near. He's uh, nearsighted. No. No, no, he's farsighted. Uh, he couldn't see anything close. He could see things far away. Um, but he was picking up a bunch of different things from the sea. And uh, the, his boat's name is Ariel. Coincidentally, um, he caught he caught a, a, a big shimmering uh, fish. And uh, he thought it was a blue fin. Um, he took her home, cooked her up. And ate her. Okay. Yeah. I could a little bit buy into the couldn't <laughs> couldn't tell what kind of fish it was. But at what point when the mermaid was going, dude, what the fuck? Did he not think, eh? It's okay. Um, they tried to figure out. Oh my god. So apparently this this small town knew about this mermaid. She's the locals did. They called her Bella. Um when they tried to rescue her because they figured out she got she got picked up by this fisherman. Um by the time they got over to the fisherman, um he was wiping his chin with his with his napkin. He had finished his meal. Uh there's no specific statute in Nova Scotia law that addresses the killing and cannibalism of a mermaid. So their hands were tied. They couldn't press charges. Um, but Henry, who is the fisherman, his the quote from him, I guess, is uh, actually uh, she kind of tasted like chicken. So. <laughs> but the town has forgiven him. They know he would never hurt someone on purpose. So now there's two chickens of the sea. Yes. Yeah. So a mermaid, unfortunately, had met her demise. Bella, RIP. We're, we're sorry. Um, we don't, I don't know what else to say about it. There, there you go. An Iowa couple was abducted by a UFO and they were disappointed they weren't probed. Well, yeah. When, yeah. when you're told for your entire life that you're going to get abducted, they're going to probe you. It's a little disappointing when they just want to hang out. Yeah. You prepare. Yeah. You prepare for that. So they were abducted guys. Um, they did a lot of testing on them. They they probed their brain, but they weren't probed anywhere else. Um, and when they were asked about it, the man, the husband said, on a certain level, he was disappointed about it. <laughs> so, you know, that's the news from Iowa. Um, there's an alien spy, but, uh, he had to call the cops because, of, because of his, uh, noisy human neighbor. What? Yeah. Um, he exclaimed to the cops that she was blowing his cover because she was annoying and, uh, she was causing a lot of, a lot of noise and, and all of that. So he had to call. And he kind of busted himself, honestly. So, you know, aliens are here. 
aliens are just as annoyed as any other neighbor in your apartment when you're loud, when you're stomping around, when your music's too loud, when you are having um, a fire, fire sex that you may or may not turn ashy from. How uh, great would that have been if the Charlie Chaplin Hitler alien spy was neighbors with the couple? What if that was Pat and, McGunn? That was Pat McGunn. Oh, and they, and he was the one that called the cops. The cops came to that couple's apartment, and that's when their little third person in, in their sex thing answered the door and said, they're not here anymore. They're, they're in ashes. <laughs> so it kind of was, it, it kind of was a two birds, one stone kind of situation. They were able to take care of the, the couple and, and start the investigation, make sure there wasn't any, any untoward things going on. And, um, the alien was able to have some peace and quiet finally. All right. Because they're gone. They're just gone. It's over. Um, during this pandemic, guys, there's been, there's been a record number of ghosts abandoning houses. They're going out on the street. They are basically having a, what is it? Um, cabin fever, like we all had last year they're having just as bad of cabin fever as we were during, uh, during quarantine, during isolation. So they are abandoning their abodes, their houses and, um, going out on the street. It, it honestly is just an, an untold toll of lockdown. No one could have ever expected these ghosts to be just done. The pandemonium. So what's, you know, and it's kind of a domino effect because it's it's affecting uh, ghost hunters, ghost hunter teams, because now they're going into these houses and there's no one there. So now they're going to ha they're having to roam the streets to try to find the free floating wandering kind. These ghosts are just fucking up the economy. Yeah, they are. I mean, you know, what what are we supposed to do with these people? I just don't understand. Um, in other news. Uh, flatulence saved a man from kidnappers. Isn't that like rule number one? Just be gross and they won't want to take you. Um, a direct quote from the man was, thank God I had that third burrito. <laughs> so a black van roared up to uh, Vincent Gardini on, on the side of the road um, who they <laughs> They kidnapped him. Um, he was terrified. He was so terrified after, and this was right after he ate, guys. He was so terrified that he just started randomly, um, he just started randomly farting. <laughs> and it was so bad that the kidnappers uh, threw him back out. <clears throat> um. He said that uh, they started shoving me around, uh, shoving me around the van because they didn't have enough space. Apparently, he was a, a, a bigger kind of guy. So the one of the guys started jabbering about um, 
I don't know, stuff in his briefcase. But when he tumbled onto his back, ass over teacups and just let a fart rip, the two guys in the back with him sailed forward into the driver and the guy riding shotgun in front, screaming about their lungs being on fire. And he said at a certain point, he didn't know if he was farting or sharding. So I guess, you know, fight or flight really kicked in. I don't, I don't want to eat at that taco truck. (laughs) The the return of the man with the smoking ass. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. So farting, farting saves lives. That's all I got. I wanted to end with farting saves lives. Sweet. I love tabloids. They're the best. I would really appreciate it if you did not have that third burrito when you came to the house. I would please don't do that. That look. I'm I, not your kidnapper. I'm I'm your friend. I'm your BFF. I'm not gonna have a third burrito. <laughs> because we won't be able to record because I will be blowing your your bathroom up. <laughs> Whole time. I'll I mean, I'll bring the microphone in there with me. Oh my god. I would appreciate it if you didn't. I would. As a matter of fact, I will be on the other side of the house until Fair you're enough. done. So you could just text me. Just text me. If you need to take a quick shower, you know, get all the sweat off, that'll be nice too. So I know I, you know, I just put a couple of these articles together. So I don't know. What do you, what do you think about doing tabloids? I, I like it. I like it. It's it's find more redneck ones because I had a blast with that one. <laughs> I felt like maybe, it, you know, I didn't go into all of the stories, but I felt like maybe we could I could just start finding random, um, you know, covers of tabloids. Yeah. And we could come up with a, a story that goes with the title. I love it. We could just make it off the cuff. Uh Yes. I love it. You want to do that? I, I kind of do. I kind of do. Okay. So yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to do that. Okay. That'll be, that'll be the next episode. Yes. All right. Hey, are you love you? I love you too. <laughs> uh, and guys, you know where to find us. You know where we are. Yeah. And if okay. you don't, you're about to hear it. You are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tell your friends. Tell your neighbors. Tell the person in the next cubicle goal that you'd never talk to. Just let them know. Start a conversation. Talk to people. Bye. <laughs>